So working in uh, HR is a new job and, uh-huh. you know, doing all the hirings and firings and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Emphasis on firings. <laughs> Can report, though, that backroom casting couch is not a thing and frowned <laughs> upon <laughs> greatly. Hello and welcome to your favourite podcast, Brad is a Bad Person. My name is Morgan, I'm the host of this podcast, and I am trained in guerrilla warfare. I'm joined, as always, by Lachlan. Hello. Who, to be fair, has a very high IQ, <laughs> and by Brad. Hello. Who sexually identifies as an attack helicopter. <laughs> Today we're talking about trolling. What is trolling? Well, it Hilarious. comes in many forms. Flaming, shitposting, acting dumb... The goal is to make someone else flip their shit and act foolishly for your own amusement. When done well, it can be beautiful. After all, trolling is an art. (laughs) Unfortunately, a misunderstanding of the term troll made its way into the mainstream. You fucked that up. You fucked it up on purpose. (laughs) But you fucked it up the way that from fucking it up. No, I fucked it up on purpose. It's a a troll joke. Yeah. Successful. You meant to say trolling is art. Yeah. And I knew you were expecting <laughs> me to say that, so I said an art, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'm the idiot. Good start. Good start. The, the legacy media will label anyone a troll who harasses others online. If someone sends messages to someone else online calling them a bitch or a cunt or a fag or telling them to commit suicide or threatening to kill them, that person is a dickhead and they are abusing or threatening someone. That person is not a troll. A troll doesn't want you to feel scared or unsafe. They want you to feel angry and annoyed. They want you to lash out so they can laugh at how you fell into their trap. The battle for the word word troll rages on, and I'll be damned if I'm going to give up this word to senile boomers, (laughs) gullible Karens, and worst of all, disingenuous millennials who have weaponized the word to further their godforsaken war on comedy and free speech. (laughs) Our fellow millennials should know what the word troll actually means. They grew up with it like us. Mm. Uh How are we today, guys? Ready to take back the (laughs) word? Ready to take back... (laughs) <laughs> taking it back ready to take back our word like gay people took back queer and like black people took back n- <laughs> <laughs> yep absolutely take uh, back the t word yeah it's our word it's our word that's it yeah <laughs> only other trolls can call trolls trolls <laughs> what up my trolls <laughs> But uh, do you agree with me that millennials should know what the word actually means and yes. stop misusing it? Mm, Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Like we all grew up with it. It came. It came about when we were coming of age. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I. I think it's easy to just throw like a catch-all over everything and just go, yeah. "Hey, it's a troll. They're trolling." Even though, yeah, it's more that's online abuse, I guess. Um, yeah. Rather than just calling them a cunt, you're calling them a troll because you feel like it. I don't know, gives them mm. a special categorization or something. It's like more denigrating. It's like mm. putting them in a category or something. But, I mean, th- that's not what a troll is. Like, no. if you're if you're messaging some stranger online that you don't know, some celebrity, and giving them, like, a death threat or a rape threat or telling them you hate them or something, like, you're not trolling. You're angry. No. You're upset. Like, the troll is supposed to be the one doing it with a smile on their mm. face, having right. fun, not- not like angry and bitter and stuff yeah, like no, that's not there's no craft in that 
That's mm. just that's just being it's angry and telling someone you're going to kill them. There's no, there's no, you know, <laughs> trolling is is a if you do it well, it's masterful. But yes. <laughs> just telling someone that you're going to kill them or to kill themselves, that's not trolling. That's just it's lazy. Know, it's yeah, it's lazy. Exactly, it's lazy. Yeah, there's yeah. no thought behind it. It's being angry and bitter. It's not like being mm. fun and jovial. It's it's not the it's not the way to do it. And I think this came about because. A genuine form of trolling or a legitimate form of trolling used to be going on to um, memorial pages oh, no. for people who had died <laughs> and posting outrageous, ridiculous things, which is a form of trolling because yeah. you're having fun and you're making other people upset. Mm. So they must have thought, I, like, I'll give the boomers a bit of credit and say that it's a misunderstanding. They must have thought, they must have thought that's what trolling is. So. When somebody is mean to someone else online, that's yeah, what trolling. That's trolling. Yeah. Not, not realizing that the trolling aspect of that isn't the, uh, you know, the meanness of it. Mm. It's the element of I'm annoying someone else and having fun while doing it. Mm. Yeah, cyberbullying is not trolling. <laughs> Mind yeah, you, so cyberbullying gets um, misused a lot as well. But you know, just yeah, just being mean to someone isn't trolling. Cyberbullying is going to get you in trouble with the cyber police. You don't do. <laughs> Who was that? Who was that rapper? Was it Tyler the Creator? Who was like, "How is cyberbullying real? Just turn <laughs> yeah, off just your walk computer." Away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Yeah, but classic. Mm. But yeah, just because a form of trolling can be like really mean and sinister, doesn't mean that every time someone is mean and sinister online, they're being a troll. Like it's no. just a mis. And it, it doesn't mean every troll is mean and sinister. Sometimes it's very jovial and lighthearted. Well. Speaking and that's the sort of trolls that we enjoy, surely, yeah. like the ones that aren't particularly being a, a dick to random people who don't well, deserve that. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's, that. that's definitely part of it that I enjoy. <laughs> Speaking of cyberbullying, okay. <laughs> but it's right. cleverly being a dick to people I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, speaking of cyberbullying, okay, one of our own fans has taken to cyberbullying me, okay? <laughs> And they were talking about how they saw a piss-soaked mattress on the side of the ground. And I'm not going to tell you their name because they don't, they don't deserve the recognition. <laughs> All right. But that is, that's cyberbullying, okay? There's nothing Sounds lighthearted like about legend. that. I love it. It's fantastic. I love our fans. <laughs> Isn't that some, like, um, I don't know, clause that if it's true, it's not... Um, <laughs> Defamatory, or whatever. <laughs> this is all. This is your fault, both of you. Um, I do not want to be associated with piss-soaked mattresses on the side. Take of the it room. to HR, Brad. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, I will. <laughs> uh, but do you guys have any particularly favourite trolls or anything that you didn't choose for today's episode that you um, anything you know, that you've enjoyed that in 4chan the past? Has done as a group, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are they are the king trolls. They- <laughs> <laughs> the bastion of shit posting and meme lore. That's right. That's um, right. That's probably where troll. Well, actually, no. Something awful is probably where trolling started. But 4chan were the ones who really, really took it, made it their own. I made think. it an art. They, they perfected yeah. the craft. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, like, uh, well, we all know the, the Habbo Hotel days. They were pretty. Oh yeah. Pools closed due to AIDS. AIDS and stingrays. <laughs> <laughs> stingrays with AIDS. Uh, uh, the golden era. Yeah, I, 
I was, for for the one I'm doing today, I had to do a bit of uh, research, obviously, and one of the resources that I used was the Internet Historian, oh. which is a, a YouTube channel that we've talked about Fantastic a few times. Channel. Mm. And, you know, I actually finished my research a little bit earlier than I thought I would, and while I was on his channel, I just watched a couple of other videos on there as well. And one that I particularly liked, and you guys stop me if, you talk, if you're talking about this later, but it was about how, um, like companies or celebrities will post polls online and then people oh, will like crash yes. the polls to like force a ridiculous result that yeah. um would yeah. never naturally occur. Didn't they didn't they name the new Dorito flavor Hitler did nothing wrong or something like that? <laughs> yeah, the new Mountain Dew flavor. Yeah. 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 And, and they did- they sent Pitbull to Alaska. Yeah. But he actually yeah. did it to fucking mad. Yeah, he's a good he's a good sport. Respect there. He's a good sport about it. But they yeah. tried to send what, Taylor Swift to North Korea or something, or was it Justin Bieber? <laughs> nah, they 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 did two things with Taylor Swift. One was like Taylor Swift will meet her biggest fan, yeah. and then everybody just voted for like this like neckbeard guy, greasy neckbeard. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so he could meet Taylor Swift, and she said he, she refused to meet him. Oh, and then um, racist. What was the other one? Oh yeah, Taylor Swift was going to sing at, at like some high school. <laughs> if, you know. You, you vote for yeah, your high school and Taylor Swift will come sing there. And then 4chan all voted for this um, school. It was called the Horace Mann School for the Deaf. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's just good fun. That's good fun. It upsets good. people, but no one gets hurt. Mm, good. And something good actually fun. came out of it because it got like five times as many votes as the next highest taylor swift was like well obviously i'm not going to go and sing there because it was trolled to win <laughs> but you know i should do something for him so she ended up donating fifty thousand dollars to the school so See, there you go yeah, yeah it all worked out in the end yeah that's good harmless that's fun. like the the online polls are always a terrible idea like birdie mcboatface and <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that, that bird. <laughs> and what I, I swear there was one with justin bieber and they were like which country he was going to go to or something and he they ended up voting north korea as number one which was hilarious yeah uh, yeah fantastic yeah it's all like all these are all like light-hearted good fun sort of uh mm-hmm. ones and the one i chose uh, you guys definitely already know what it is mm-hmm. and uh i've done a lot of research in this and I, I, you know it's a really good one i hope i've done it justice but yeah. um it's a very exciting and uh ridiculous elaborate very elaborate troll so um we can all look forward to that fantastic giving everyone blue balls for what you're about to do later what i gotta make it yeah i know you're building building. edging edging i think is what they call it sorry (laughs) all right before we get started today i want to remind everyone to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram subscribe on soundcloud itunes spotify wherever you get your podcasts and if you leave us a nice review on iTunes, we'll give you a shout out during the show to say thank you. If you want to get in contact with us and suggest an episode idea or just say hi, please do. We always love interacting with our fans. You can do that on any of our social media or through our website, bradisaboutperson.com. If you really, really like us, you can send us some cash through paypal.me slash bradisaboutperson. But otherwise, the best thing you can do to support the show is to tell a friend to listen. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we actually did get a review on... Uh, iTunes during the week, so oh. we should read that out. Oh, yeah. hit us. Okay, we got a five-star review, so that's very nice. We appreciate the five-star reviews. We actually have a perfect five-star record so that's far. Right. 13 reviews, all five stars. So if you want to ruin that for it's us... It's probably not um, a good idea to least- mention that in our episode <laughs> on trolling. True. <laughs> actually, if you want to ruin that, just at least make it funny when you vote us. Yeah, mm. if it's funny, we won't stars. be mad. Yeah. 
All right, so it was by someone called it Tom Foolery, and uh, he titled it Good Fun. He wrote, I love the podcast, funny, but also surprisingly informative. Keep it up, lads. So, it's oh. a very nice review. And, you know, we are trying to be informative here, not Thank just you, make Tom you laugh. Fullery. You know. Well, it's it's um, edu- edutainment. I'm sure he accidentally wrote that about us, but it was actually for someone else. Like, I don't know. <laughs> No, we're, we're, we're trying to give you some good information as well. You, you come we for the jokes, stay for and the, we entertain. Uh, edutainment. Now stop saying edutainment, you fucking fool. Infocation. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lachlan, do you want to get this party started by cracking open a cold one with the boys? It's time to crack open a cold one with the boys. Alright, Legendary Brewing Co. Iron Jack Full Strength Lager. I don't know why, but whenever I see this name, Iron Jack, I feel like it should be said in a Scottish accent. Like, Iron Jack. I don't know why. I don't know. It's, mm. okay. Although that was, that, was more, that was more Irish. Just pretty then. autistic, actually. I get it confused with Great Northern. They, they look similar. I think they came I out a similar time. that is the strength. idea. Iron Jack is a... Uh, uh, I believe licensed by Woolies, um, and I think it's to compete with Great Northern. Uh, well, oh, no Great shit. Northern's the popular ones are the mid strengths, and this is a full strength. Um, but Ooh. it's a lager, so that's good. One point two standard drinks brewed in Queensland, where mm. uh, none of the three of us are allowed to go right now because. The borders in Australia are closed to Victorians because we are fucking uh, just a bunch of typhoid Marys. But anyway, <laughs> let's get into it. Such a patient zeros here. We're all diseased. Oh, God, it's firing up everywhere. Get into it. Shotgun it. It's not very good. Yeah, Iron Jack's not a good, not a good beer. <laughs> oh, well, can't win them all. <laughs> um... All right, Lachlan, do you want to tell us about your troll today? Mary Bell Kirshner, better known by her online handle, Belle Delphine, is an (laughs) English internet personality and model. We've spoken about thoughts before on this podcast, but Delphine is the queen of the thoughts and also a master troll. Belle Mm. Delphine started uploading risque cosplay photos to her Instagram account and videos to TikTok in 2018 at the ripe old age of 19 years old. And over the coming months, they would become much more bizarre and much more lewd. (laughs) Delphine adopted an aesthetic that is somewhere between daddy's sweet little girl and character in a tentacle porn doujin. I think Rolling Stone put it best when they described her as an alien Disney princess porn star. Mm. Mm. She would wear skimpy video game and anime-inspired outfits while posing suggestively and doing weird things like playing with a dead squid or having raw eggs poured over her. Delphine (laughs) also marketed herself as a gamer girl. She would often feature video game controllers in her photo shoots and talk about the latest games she claimed to be playing. Ugh. She also became well known for the Ahagao face. Uh, I think I pronounced that right. Tongue well. sticking out and eyes rolled back, something that is used to signify an uncontrollable orgasm in hentai. And it's become very popular with the thoughts 
ever since. What what's hentai, Lachlan? <laughs> that is uh, Japanese <laughs> anime <laughs> pornography. <laughs> what? Whatever she was doing, though, it was working. By July 2019, she had 4.2 million followers on Instagram and 4,500 subscribers on Patreon. Patrons could pick from one of six tiers of subscription, ranging from $1 a month with literally no benefits, all the way up to $2,500 a month, which allows you to negotiate your own benefits directly with Belle herself. Did you say $1 no benefits? $1 no benefits. That's just because you like her, presumably. Yeah, like you, you just want to give her money. Not trying yeah, to- you what was hard. the next one up? Do you know? The next one up was $5. That gave you access to behind-the-scenes photos from her photo shoots. Now, Patreon doesn't show you how many people subscribe to each tier, but the minimum mm. you have to pay to get anything you can't already see on Instagram is $50 a month for her premium Snapchat. Ugh. I Whoa. think we can safely assume that 90% of her patrons are looking for nudes. So my best estimate is that Belle Delphine, at the height of her popularity, was making upwards of $200,000 a month as a softcore porn star. Ugh. Wow. Softcore is the key word there. As far as I can tell, and I've done hours upon hours of research in this area, (laughs) Belle Delphine never released any proper nudity. No nipples, no no vagina, no butthole. None of the good stuff. Always covered up (laughs) just enough to make you think that the next photo might show something, but it never does. Now, if you're the kind of guy who is willing to drop $100 a month to get a girl on the internet to mail you a Polaroid signed with a kiss... You're probably not going to feel like you're getting your money's worth when that Polaroid doesn't show you the inside of that girl. The fans wanted more, understandably. Delphine's content was teetering on the edge of being actual porn already. If she's already doing pretty much porn, why not just do porn? Well, you have to keep your audience happy. So in June of 2019, Delphine made a post on her Instagram with a photo of her wearing nothing but cat ears, black underwear, and tape over her nipples. If this photo gets one million likes, I'll actually make a Pornhub account. The time has officially come. Oh. Tag your friends slash dad to help out. <laughs> dad. <laughs> she uh, <laughs> she uploaded that. Your dad in that. Oh she uploaded that on uh, Father's Day in America. So I think that's oh. pretty cool. <laughs> that's classic. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> if nothing else, she has a good <laughs> sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Pornhub's official Instagram account commented, "This is the best news I've heard all year." And Brad is a bad person favorite, and the reason Morgan got banned from Facebook, Lush chimed in with reporting for duty. <laughs> the post got 1.8 million likes in a couple of days yeah. nice four days after the post delphine made good on her promise in another instagram post she commented well i made it the account name is Belle delphine there are 12 videos to watch so what do you think smiley face let oh, me read no. you the titles of some of those videos oh god Belle Delphine gets huge load blown on her. Belle Delphine <laughs> gets her hole nice and filled up. 
Belle Delphine <laughs> squirts all over the floor. Oh, no. Belle Delphine plays with her pussy. <laughs> Unfortunately, Delphine had used these titles merely as double entendres. None of them are porn. In fact, most are tamer than what she posts on Instagram. Belle Delphine strokes two big cocks is a video of Delphine patting two chickens. (laughs) Belle Delphine gets black in her hole, just shows her pocketing the eight ball on a pool table. (laughs) Belle Delphine POV doggy style is Delphine talking to the camera as if it were a dog and spreading dog food on herself. I, I didn't write this one down, but she had one called PewDiePie Goes All the Way Inside Belle Delphine, which I think if you read that, you're going to know it's not real. But she just ate a photo of PewDiePie. Yeah, it's just I a minute long that, video yeah. of her eating a photo of PewDiePie. Uh, classic. People were pissed. All of their hopes and dreams shattered. Delphine had made an absolute fool out of her fans. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived, one fan said. (laughs) She has broken people's hearts and destroyed their dignity. The only apology we will accept is real videos and not these fake fucking lies. Delphine had trolled the balls off her followers, and for that, she paid the consequences. Well, actually, not at all. Simp's gonna simp. And just over a week later, she launched her online store selling her used bathwater for $30 a pop. She sold out in three days. And she still (laughs) has over 1,000 subs on Patreon, despite having just returned from a nearly year-long hiatus. I guess as long as you're a very attractive young woman, there will always be an endless stream of thirsty guys happy to pay you for doing literally nothing. Oh. Oh. I just wow. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's good she, fun. She did. She was her. doing literally nothing as well. Like she was on a, on a long high ice. I think she's back now. But mm. um, yeah, she was doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah she wasn't posting. I can't believe anything. she still had a thousand people, people on her. Patreon. It's crazy. Wow. I feel like I, I saw somewhere she broke her leg or something, and she was in rehab for that. She. Um, um, Got arrested for vandalizing a girl's car who stole her hamster. Yeah, but she also she also broke her leg, didn't she? There was a I saw a photo of her in like a full leg. I cast. don't think like so. A, like a leg brace. So did not come up in my research. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, um, yeah, she like as as a business person, I I respect the game. Very like, shrewd. That's right. But all the, the people the who pay, all the people who pay, oh, pathetic. Just just absolutely. I I am Ugh. fully on board with her taking those people for all that she can <laughs> because it's just it's just good business, you know. They got money, you want money. The matter made right. in heaven. That's but, right. Uh, uh, <sighs> I I wonder what percentage of her supporters are kind of like in on it in the sense that they know she's trolling and she's never actually going to give them what they presumably want and mm. like they just think she's funny and interesting. I mean that's probably, probably not a enough. percentage. Probably yeah. not enough to 
get you to actually pay money. Yeah. <sighs> but I do I do like the fact that she kind of has that that's like contempt for people and just like <laughs> doesn't give a fuck that she's annoying people. Yeah. I just think that's so funny. It is very funny. I did notice in researching that uh the Brad is a bad person Twitter account follows Belle Delphine. Um don't know which one of you two is responsible for that, but I'm so- not mad about it. Social media is not my <laughs> strong point. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I take care of all of our social media, and I think it's incumbent upon us to, um, you know, keep up to date with the world of thoughts as we are, <laughs> um, you know, in that sort of space with yeah. the, the gamers and stuff like Anyone that. Anyone so. who's curious, just jump on the, the Brad is a Bad Person Instagram and check out some of the accounts that we follow there. Let's not. There is some... Um, <laughs> Filthy, <laughs> filthy, filthy stuff on there. Uh, Morgan. I don't know how Belle Delphine got banned from Instagram and some of the shit that's on there now doesn't get banned. It's crazy. I'm not sure why should it get banned. Maybe it was like some deception thing or something because it wasn't for like there's definitely more lewd stuff than her on there. Like, oh, yeah. So it's, yeah, it must have been for like, I don't know, deceiving people or- Hoodwinking, bamboozling, Just, leading astray, running amok, yeah. flat out deceiving. <laughs> all that, yeah, all that stuff. Must uh, have been something like that. I've seen yeah. way too many videos of people drinking their bath water as well. It's just <laughs> on One YouTube. guy vaped it. Uh, One guy vaped the bath water. <laughs> so upsetting. Classic. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't. That was I that wouldn't. was such a brilliant troll that she's just selling her bath water. And, yeah, just you know, use like bath water. People buying it. Yeah. It did kind of go viral as well. Like, there was, oh, like, yeah. there was a sort of time where you could- actually see Belle Delphine in like normal news outlets and stuff yeah. like that. Like if you if you're like reader of the the BBC or, you know, news.com.au or the Herald Sun or something mainstream, mm. it would be like it would be like um I don't know, like internet personality sells bathwater. Yeah. And she, people she are actually labeled buying it. Gamer girl bathwater, which yeah. I think is just brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I respect her as a business person. God, I hate her fan base. I hate her fan base. Wasn't she selling like 100 mils of it for like 30 bucks? Yeah, Yeah, they were $30 a jar and they were small jars. Jesus. Why? I just don't understand. Don't hate the player, hate the game, Brad. Not her. Just the people who buy that shit. (laughs) Why? I think You're just mad because it sold out before you bought it. I honestly think the people who bought it, it's got to be at least half- People bought it as a joke, I think. Yeah. Uh, definitely a lot of people bought it. Too much money. Uh, but I also feel like even that's too far. You should have someone buy it for you as a joke. That way your yeah. hands, yeah. you're not tainted. So, <laughs> that being said, I think we should all go on eBay and each buy ourselves a jar. Well, buy each other a jar. <laughs> like a well, devil's that, that actually way. brings me to uh, our next merch opportunity um, for <laughs> just $15. You can get a jar of Gamer Guy. Bathwater, no. uh, you know, could be from any three of us. You never know. It's a, it's a bit of a lucky dip. But <laughs> if you buy three, we'll send you one of each, and then you can like sniff them and try to guess who's who. Mm, I will personally <laughs> drop my nutsack into that water it's, like a tea bag. Uh, Bradisbadperson dot com slash merch. <laughs> you didn't think that one had, did you? That'll probably be a real website one day, and people are going to go there looking for Gamma Guy bathwater. Mm-hmm. Limited time, next yep. 12 next hours. Zero customers only. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um. Okay, that was, that was fun. That was a good one. Um, 
Anything else you need to say about that, Lucky? Or? No, she's pretty hot, but um, I wouldn't give her money. Nothing <laughs> you can't see on Pornhub for free. Exactly. <laughs> all right, um, Brad, do you want to tell us what your trial is? Oh, do I ever. This one is near and dear to me. Uh, not not the uh, the most... God damn it. No context of Paxley's blood. In January of this year, 2020, just in case anyone's listening uh, from the future. The year of our Lord. <laughs> a Kansas man tried to evoke the right to combat to solve a custody dispute. David Ostrom said his wife Bridget was able to nominate her lawyer as her champion in his court filings. He also stated in his filing that he intended to rend their souls from their bodies. <laughs> Unfortunately, his request was denied. Ah, that's bullshit. That should be a legitimate form of uh, civil... Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, what's the word? Settlement. Yeah. No justice, no peace. <laughs> uh, anyway, like I was saying, near and dear to my heart, this troll. Not the most well-known troll. It's, it's pretty obscure. Oh, but, okay. Um, Tom Green. A man oh, no. I'm sure many of you are familiar with. I fucking whether, hate Tom Green. Whether you know him <laughs> as the weird snake guy slash narrator from Road Trip or Gord from Freddy Got Fingered, 20 years ago, he was the king of all things wacky. His exaggerated movements and facial expressions, coupled with his propensity for over-the-top and outrageous behavior, made him an instant <laughs> hit with the MTV generation. But I'm not here today to talk about him or his show. Rather, another one of his creations. See, Tom Green made a career out of trolling people and feeding trolls, often engaging in a trolling jerk circle where nobody, or everybody, <laughs> depending on how you look at it, wins. Speaking about his many brushes with the internet meme culture would be too easy. In 2006, Tom Green started his own internet show in the wild west of online video streaming at the time. Tom Green Live was a veritable shit show of epic proportions that boasted a phone-in section. By simply calling a number, you got to speak with the uber-famous Tom Green. Obviously, wow. this went about as well as you can imagine. <laughs> Green spent most episodes roasting guests who prank-called him, and the show benefited. Later in the year, Green would have a more inspired idea. Why not make another show? A show that stands in stark contrast to his own, and make that a call-in show as well. And like that, Girl Talk was born. Now, I wish I could give you the names and dates <laughs> and all the juicy background info, but I can't. Media saving and sharing is not, what it, uh, is not like it used to be. Most of the hilarity that ensued has been lost to the virtual ether. What I can tell you is the show's format consisted of one or more women manning a phone so you could call them... Womaning a phone. Yes, exactly. Womaning a phone. <laughs> so you could talk to real girls live on the air. <laughs> the girls would try to prompt serious questions about love advice or taboo subjects um, that you wouldn't normally be able to discuss with women. Predictably, what followed was a trolling eclipse. Rarely seen, but truly majestic to behold. <laughs> See, the infamous ship posters and all-round mean lords at 4chan, who were already familiar with Green's own show, were quick to jump on the unexpecting women. Entire shows were filled with hours and hours of these poor women 
<laughs> expectantly answering the phone, only to be barraged with meme responses and the occasional abuse. Lachlan, could you play <laughs> the first clip? I'm still sick of a shame on you. Girl talk. Hey, is girl talk? Yes. I just want to say, you know, one fish, two fish, red fish, nigger fish. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to need to use the beep tool pretty hard for this episode. Oh, Jesus, okay. <laughs> Initially, 4chan tried to slow roll the women, attempting to come across as genuine callers, with the aim to keep them on the phone as long as possible. <laughs> Without being discovered. Lachlan, the one come. Can you play a clip number two? Hey, uh, what's the wackiest place you've ever, you've ever given oral sex? God, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't know, probably outdoors somewhere. Oh, that's wacky. Yeah, I don't know where. How about yourself? <laughs> you do it a lot? Oh, oh, just in the living room. In the living room, that's the only place. That's the wackiest place. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a total man or anything, so I don't do it all the time. It's <laughs> time to what? Yeah. Yeah, you can roll sex a lot, yeah? No, no, not at all, but I'm not going to say I haven't. Even though my mother's you probably... You just said you did. You said you do it outside. No, not all the time. It's not like I think, oh, I just pop out for a quick one. Wait, all the time? Oh, God. You know what? On every half an hour, I just pop out and I see which bloke's outside and I say, get him down, mate. Bloke? What the hell's a bloke? A bloke is a boy, a man. Oh. It's an English term. Sorry, I'm foreign, you know. Oh, you're foreign? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think on this trimming thing that Jen just brought up? He hung up on me because I'm foreign. <laughs> <laughs> but like all things 4chan touches it inevitably devolved into straight up abuse so for your listening pleasure <laughs> i present to you john from ohio versus the british host over multiple days hi you're on girl talk my thing is <laughs> I can't believe you just called me a horrible name. Oh, okay. That's close. Thank That's you. That's funny. Let's try this one. Hi, you're on Girl Talk. Yeah, this nun bitch really needs to shut the fuck up. Oh, don't be mean to me. I'm all by myself. Don't pick on a girl when she's alone. Shut the fuck up. Oh, come on. Black. <laughs> the button is, um... I don't know. Oh, yeah, because you remember last week I was a nun? And last week I think he called me a bitch, actually. <laughs> you know, he just likes picking on women. He does. He's mean. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this guy's calling in being mean to me every time I'm on the show. And he just hates me for some reason. Hi, you're on Girl Talk. Oh, look at me, I'm answering phones. Shut the fuck up. Oh, behave. <laughs> Hello? Sure sucks. Does it? I'm sorry. Do you want to help make it a bit better? Uh, shut the fuck up. Oh, behave. Can't you speak nicely? You're a bitch. I know, but you're never going to get a girlfriend if you talk to women like that. Do you know that? I'm not talking to a woman. You're a man. I am a man. How did you figure that one out? Oh, fuck yourself. Oh, behave. Can you speak without swearing? No, fuck no, I can't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go on, carry on. You stupid cunt. Oh, he said the C word. That's not very nice. Are you don't like cunt? Can you speak? Can you say one sentence without swearing? 
Is it possible? Say a sentence about swearing. No, without, without, without. Is it possible to for you to? I hate you. I hate you. I love you. I love you too. I do. I love you. I adore you. I look forward to your calls. What are you doing Saturday? What am I doing Saturday? What are you doing Saturday? I love you. Uh, but uh, you know, she fed the trolls there. She did. It's not good. No, yeah. But, yeah, but it's also fed um, the trolls. Every one of these women was very resilient, taking the waves of abuse without ever dropping character, and often giving as good as they got. In fact, the women coined their own catchphrase "Shame on you," which also became the unofficial slogan for Girls Talk. Um, it would appear that the real troll here is Tom Green, who sent these innocent women to the slaughter. <laughs> and made an internet show no one would watch, watchable by providing a live show for trolls to berate women. This one, this little segment today was a little bit short, because it doesn't have a deep storied background like I usually try to find, or complex interactions between a host of players. It's just an internet shit show from the golden era of trolling, a time when people could hear shitty words and not feel personally attacked, and need to organise a movement. Because, <laughs> because of that, it'll always hold a special place in my heart. Hats off to those retarded, immature assholes for taking hours out of their life to call an internet chat show and spout bullshit relentlessly. Hats off to the, the Girl Talk crew for playing along and taking it without me doing all over the place. And finally, hats off to Tom Green for knowing what needed to be done. So I'll leave you with this one, which always makes me laugh because it's so stupid and unexpected. Number four, Lachlan. Hello, you're on Girl Talk. Karate nigger. Oh, behave. For goodness sake. I guess they only say that word because they know it offends me. <laughs> like, what? What, the, what does that even It doesn't make any sense. It's so, it's so, so random. He sung it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he sung it. I think that's what gets me every time is the fact that he sung it. Like, it's so sing songy. Uh, but uh, no, girls, girls talk. I remember seeing this years ago, like ten years ago, easily. Um, you and me used to watch these videos together, Brad. We would watch um, like call-in trolls on YouTube, and there were some really good ones from uh, C-SPAN as well, yeah. which uh, we used to watch together. But I didn't know girl talk was a, like a Tom Green invention made for the entertainment of trolls. Like, I, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Well, I mean, and that's exactly is a lot. I don't think a lot of people did realize that it was yeah, it was Tom Green's show. Um, so he did Tom Green live, and then like with the popularity that he was gaining from you know just berating people and having these massive troll offs with people, he was like, "I got a great idea. I'll just do this, but I'll put women out to the slaughter." And that's all his show was. There, there was next to no segments where women called in, um, and every time that they did, there was. These videos don't exist anymore. This is why I'm really sad. Um, but it, when they did, they were so excited when they would get like a female caller. It'd be like, oh my God, it's a woman. And there's this great clip that used to be out there, which has this woman who starts talking about a serious problem with her boyfriend and ends by saying, you know, charging my laser, which, you know, that old dead one. It's just like every time yeah. I get upset, I start charging my laser. And yeah, that's, um, uh, that's an old meme. There, Yeah, I know. It's old dead meme, but the their faces when she says it, like they just all die inside because she led them <laughs> along this like two minute story. And then she turns out she's a troll and it's just so funny. Um, it was such a great show. I wish they'd bring something like that back again. Just maybe well, 
Not with I the still hard have Tom Green. Hard R's, but yeah. Just the just a good time. It reminds me a lot of um when people used to ring GameStop and ask for Battletoads. That, yeah. that guy the guy who just kept calling because they would do that. They'd just keep calling the same store and asking for Battletoads. There was a, there was another clip again. that I found which I thought was hilarious where they I guess they sort of got a little bit bored. So they started calling up pretending to be people. Mm. And one would do like a nice call, get through the call, ask a question and leave his name and say, oh, these guys are being mean or whatever. And then the guy would call up and say, that guy's being a fucking bitch and I want to fight him and that. And then he'd call back and be like, is that guy fucking talking shit? And they'd just have this like <laughs> fake argument over their show. And it was so funny. It's just a it's just a great fucking, great fucking troll. And that was a good one. That was a more masterful one as opposed to the straight up hard ass. <laughs> yeah, any of those call-in trolls, I always used to love just because... Um, you could tell the people just weren't expecting it and they just mm. panic and, ah, oh, classic. Like, some of those political ones are so funny. They're, yeah. they're talking on C-SPAN and stuff for, you know, taking all these serious calls and talking about, like, monetary policy and stuff like that. And then someone just someone just answers the phone and yells the N-word at yeah. it. And they're just like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Brad and I, we, we used to have good fun watching those videos together. Yeah, no, was, uh, I, I, and... I am just genuinely upset. So many of those clips have been lost to the to the internet and lost to the ages. Yeah, lost to the ages because there there were some really really good ones in there as well. There were like some like ones with a bit of setup, and they were like masterfully done trolls as opposed to just you know bombarding them with yeah bad the words. elaborate ones where you trick yeah. them into thinking it's a normal call before you bust out the troll part of it. Yeah, that's those are the good ones. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So yeah, I, I I think maybe I'll try and find. If, if, we, if we do a part two of this, I might go a bit more broad and just sort of cover all trolling calls, maybe. Oh, so, like, nice. C-SPAN, yeah. religious channels, um, public oh, access TV, ones. all those guys. Because I used to watch all these types of videos, and there are some absolute classics mm. out there. But Girl Talk holds a special place in my heart just because of how many – like, their show entirely was just them getting trolled. That's all it was. And a lot of them missed the mark, but, God, when they landed, they were fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right, well, uh, okay, guys, today I'm going to talk about an art installation by Shia LaBeouf. Mm. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf? (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) Shia is a Hollywood movie star. You may know him from Holes or Transformers, or you may know him from his many crazy stunts, such as live streaming himself watching all of his movies in a theatre in a row, Going to the Berlin Film Festival with a paper bag on his head that read, I am not famous anymore. <laughs> mm. Or from his motivational speech, which apparently was not an ad from Nike. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it! Make <laughs> your dreams come true! Just do it! <laughs> Very passionate oh, man. I miss that rat tail he had as well. That was beautiful. <laughs> Shia is an angry but ultimately sincere person and all his rage and sincerity culminated in an artistic display called He Will Not Divide Us. In 2016, everyone devoid of a sense of humour, prone to anger and pathologically sincere was butt blasted beyond belief when Donald (laughs) Trump shitposted his way to the presidency. Instead of remembering that who the leader of your country is has zero impact on your day-to-day life whatsoever, many people acted as if the world was ending. Take this woman, I think woman, from Trump's inauguration as an example. Donald J. Trump is now President of the United States. President Obama. 
happen. (laughs) This was not some lone lunatic either. There were countless Scream at the Sky protests organised to protest Donald Trump, which is an example of something Michael Malice calls impotence signalling, a funnier (laughs) and more pathetic version of virtue signalling, wherein a person rages about their inability to effect change. (laughs) Impotence signalling. That's brilliant. (laughs) But Shire... He was going to make a difference. He bought into the narrative that nationalism was divisive, even though by its nature, it is as unifying as possible to a nation. And so he thought that he should let Trump and all of Trump's deplorable fans know that the good guys, that is, the people screaming at the sky when Trump was elected, but silent when Obama was dropping a bomb every 20 minutes for EU straight. (laughs) Yes, those good guys were going to stay positive and keep this country together. They would not allow Trump's hateful rhetoric to divide America. Shia LaBeouf started what he called an art exhibit. It was five words. He will not divide us. Painted in black on a white wall, uppercase plain text, on the outside of the Museum for the Moving Image in Queens, New York. (laughs) A camera on the wall would stream audio and video 24 hours a day to the website hewillnotdivide.us while protesters chanted the slogan. LaBeouf described the protest as follows. Open to all, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The participatory performance will be live-streamed continuously for four years or the duration of the presidency. (laughs) In this way, the mantra, he will not divide us, acts as a show of resistance or insistence, opposition or optimism, guided by the spirit of each individual participant and the community. Well, I've got to say, they must be almost done now, coming up, what, November? <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately for Shire, the spirit of the participants and the community was not going to be what he hoped. You see, <laughs> this exhibit was what trolls call oh-so-exploitable, <laughs> something that lends itself easily to be exploited, to be co-opted and used for trolling purposes. It was less than 24 hours old, when the politically incorrect board on 4chan, P-O-L or Poll for short, had coordinated to ruin this exhibit. Many browsers of Poll, let's call them Polax, showed up to the exhibit in person. Showed up in person to shit on Shia LaBeouf and have fun at the expense of all those taking this quote-unquote work of art seriously. (laughs) The sign that read, The Museum of the Moving Image, was only partic- uh, only partially visible on the video stream. It was only possible to see the words Museum of. So some Polak took along block letters in the same colour, font and size as the rest of the title <laughs> and stuck them to the wall. On the camera, it appeared to be the Museum of Keck. <laughs> <laughs> this was a sign of things to come. Keck is an ancient Egyptian deity who was frequently referenced on pole... <laughs> Due to the amazing coincidences that, number one, the word kek is an alternative form of LOL, laughing out loud. Number two, the god kek is a frog, like Pepe. And number three, kek is the god of chaos. <laughs> this may need some explaining for normies. <laughs> Hold on. Kek meaning lol was important since trolls do everything for the lols. That means for fun and for laughter. Pepe, the once universally beamed frog from a cartoon strip, became an officially designated hate symbol by the ADL after someone yelled Pepe at Hillary Clinton as she denounced the alt-right in a speech. And then, 
legacy media boomers found two racist images of Pepe online, which obviously counteracts the millions of non-racist Pepes, <laughs> the same way that shirts are racist because it's possible to put a swastika on a shirt. <laughs> the chaos part is just because trolls love chaos. Chaos is fun and interesting. Uh, Donald Trump represented chaos and uncertainty because he was not a boring establishment candidate who said all the things a politician is supposed to say. This, in my estimation, is why Donald Trump was so popular with trolls, shitposters, and Polacks. He was interesting. He represented the possibility for change and gave them plenty of material to work with because some of the easiest people to troll are bleeding heart anti-Trump leftists. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, I'm getting off track, but the sign put up was symbolic. It indeed did become the Museum of Keck. <laughs> that is an exhibition, an exhibition, a display of the politically incorrect <laughs> board on 4chan come to life. People started showing up to cause chaos and piss people off. Some recited the 14 words of white nationalist <laughs> slogan. Some went, on, some went on rants about liberals that you could generously call offensive <laughs> some shit on Shia LaBeouf to his face because he was there in person quite often to strangers and to the camera some gave their reasons for why they think the holocaust didn't happen some held up signs some just walked around with the most offensive item of clothing imaginable in New York City a make America great again hat uh. some drank milk because as everyone knows milk is racist some just shouted out Pepe praise Keck, or simply screeched. <laughs> One Polak came late at night in a balaclava and placed an MP3 player next to the camera so everyone watching could hear the troll anthem Chatelet play on repeat for six hours until Shia LaBeouf returned in the morning to turn it off. Chatelet, much like Keck, became a troll symbol due to many amazing coincidences. The obscure 80s disco song was made by an Italian band named Pepe, <laughs> and the album cover of the single just so happened to have an image of a green frog holding a magic wand. The idea that Trump was going to be elected through meme magic seemed to have come true. <laughs> the fact that this song also happened to have a very silly but catchy melody also helped, I'm sure. Uh... Anyway, He Will Not Divide Us quickly became an endless parade of Polacks showing up to ruin this leftist exhibit, coming up with different ways to troll Shire and offend anybody who logged on to hewillnotdivide.us, looking for a powerful anti-Trump movement. Even Sam Hyde showed up to make edgy jokes about Jews, and Brittany <laughs> Venti came just to troll. I came there to trigger people, and it was great. <laughs> that was Brittany Venti. <laughs> She actually did some very good troll work. She did. She Ironically, did. the art exhibit was bringing people together. It was an amazingly diverse crew of trolls who showed up to piss off the liberals. Quite a few Asians, Hispanics, and even a few black people. The trolls who showed up were much more diverse than the overwhelmingly white supporters of Shia LaBeouf, mm -hmm. which added another layer of hilarity to the troll. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps the most heartwarming moment of the exhibit was when a black man and a white man together held up a pizza box, proudly showing off their pizza to the camera. It was a cheese pizza oh. with jalapenos <laughs> arranged into the shape of a swastika. <laughs> Jesus. What a wholesome experience. It was a shame that it was all about to end. You see, all this trolling was taking its toll on our humorless friend Shire. The light-hearted Nazi references were starting to get to him. 
He, sta- <laughs> <laughs> he started screaming in people's faces, pushing people around, and he even punched a man who tricked him into taking a video selfie of him defending Hitler. Hey, child. Hey. What's up? Bang, bang. Hitler did nothing wrong. Hilariously, Shire was arrested. <laughs> Shire was arrested for punching one of his own supporters off camera, thinking it was another Polak because he was so on edge from being mercilessly trolled for five days. One of my favorite moments from the exhibit is when a white girl sees Shire being arrested and says to the cops, "If you arrest him, you have to arrest all of us." And then the cops just ignore her and walk off with Shire in handcuffs. <laughs> she just stands there and doesn't move. It's the most pathetic I am Spartacus moment in history. (laughs) It's so weak and it just tickled me for some reason. Shia was kicked out of New York and sent back to Los Angeles. With Shia LaBeouf gone, the exhibit was leaderless, like Nazi Germany after Hitler fled to Argentina. (laughs) Oh, fuck it up. And much like Germany after Hitler fled to Argentina, a wall was erected to keep out the quote-unquote fascist agitators. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Trump was being divisive by promising to build a wall, but it was the Liberal Museum in New York that erected the first wall of the Trump era, and the New York Police Department started monitoring the area 24 hours a day. The exhibit was meant to stand for the entirety of Trump's presidency, whether that be four years or eight years, but on February 10, only 21 days into the exhibit, the Museum for the Moving Image decided that it was a public safety concern and ended their involvement. The He Will Not Divide dot us site changed their live stream to simply a black screen with the words, The Museum Has Abandoned Us, in white uppercase block letters. Mm. What a sad ending to a beautiful art exhibit. It was fun while it lasted, but all good things must come to an end. Wait, what's that? <laughs> he Will Not Divide Us has been re- renewed for a second season? <laughs> Wow, my favourite reality (laughs) TV show is coming back. Oh, no. Shia LaBeouf moved his shitty message and camera to a white wall on the Al Rey Theatre in Albuquerque, New Mexico, on February 18. It wasn't even up for four days before it was shut down again. While the trolling was limited this time, a major cultural difference between New York City and New Mexico was what made the project come unstuck. That's right. Guns. (laughs) Guns. <laughs> First, a Hispanic man pulled a pistol out of his pants on the live stream while saying to the camera, fuck Trump and his supporters. <laughs> oh shit, we're supposed to be uniting people, not causing further division with threats of violence. Shia LaBeouf himself actually shut down the exhibit when gunshots rang out while a man was reciting a poem into the camera late at night. The gunshots were not directed at this man, but it was enough to spook Shia. These crazy New Mexicans and their guns. This is clearly (laughs) unsafe. (laughs) Other highlights of the exhibit in New Mexico were a man throwing milk on the wall over Shire's message because, again, milk is racist. (laughs) Another highlight was a guy spray painting a giant X on the wall, covering the camera with the center of the X, and then writing, reject false idols and do it. (laughs) A classic reference to the first line in Shire's motivational video. Do it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. What a it's shit show. You see, you see, he will not divide us written on the wall, and then someone in pink 
wrote over the top of it, reject false idols. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Shai's <laughs> <laughs> getting trolled in New Mexico as well. Well, guys, it was a disappointing season two. It was good, sure, but it was nothing like season one. Everyone was hoping that season three would bring back some of that spark from New York, some of that good old-fashioned trolling, a bit of fun and excitement. <laughs> well, season three of He Will Not Divide Us did not disappoint. It was very different to season one in New York, a total departure from the usual formula, and it split fans. Was season one or season three the peak of He Will Not Divide Us? They were both so beautiful and so memorable for different reasons, so I'll let you decide. Season three of He Will Not Divide Us was filmed in an undisclosed location. My exhibit can't be trolled mercilessly by Polax if no one knows where the exhibit is, thought a shrewd shire. (laughs) He will not divide dot us went live again on March 8 with an image of a white flag and the words he will not divide us in black flapping in a gentle breeze. The camera was mounted on the ground pointing upwards, nothing but blue skies and a few clouds. The website stated on March 8, 2017, the project moved to an unknown location. A flag emblazoned with the words he will not divide us will be flown for the duration. Finally, Shia LaBeouf had won. Now these goddamn Polacks had to stare at a live stream of a flag arrogantly flapping in the breeze for four to eight years, unable to find it, unable to stop it. Shire's beautiful message of love and unity will conquer Trump's hate, and there is nothing they can do about it. Well, it would seem that there is nothing they can do about it. But where there is a will, there is a way. What follows now is a beautiful act of collective will and determination, a mystery an adventure, an impossible puzzle. To solve this puzzle would require teamwork and ingenuity the likes of which no internet community had ever mustered before. It would require a certain je ne sais quoi, something its participants proudly called weaponized autism. (laughs) What can you do with a video of the sky? Not much, really. But the Polacks were determined to capture this flag. <laughs> Maybe flight patterns. You see, occasionally, planes would fly overhead. So Polacks started taking notes. A plane just flew in this direction, and a certain number of minutes later, a plane flew in this other direction. Cross re- cross-reference that with the flight radars, and you can start to narrow down potential areas. Then it got dark. But this was actually a clue. Time zones. You see, on the stream, the sun went down at a time that means it was in the east of the country. Mm. Two-thirds of the potential areas they had already found by flight patterns were just eliminated. Then the stars came out. Star mapping helped narrow Uh. it down even further. (laughs) (laughs) It was all coming together. Then, a major breakthrough. Some Polak found a post from a random account on Twitter. It was a picture of Shia LaBeouf at a restaurant in Greenville, a small town in Tennessee. A woman posted a picture of herself and Shia with the caption, Shia LaBeouf may or may not have come in Aunt B's and eight, followed by eight love heart emojis. (laughs) Greenville, Tennessee has a population of 15,000 and is more than an hour from Knoxville, the nearest big city. What else would Shy be doing there other than planting a flag in a field? It must be somewhere near Greenville. Yes, <laughs> this general area was indeed one of the regions the Polacks had narrowed their search to, but now it was almost certain. 
With the star maps and flight patterns, people started predicting planes. In a few minutes, two planes will appear from the bottom right of the camera, flying towards the top left of the camera. Sure enough, there were the planes. (laughs) It was in the general Greenville area, for sure. Now it's time to find the specific field. Since the stream had audio, maybe there were clues. Well, some Polacks could hear the sounds of frogs croaking. (laughs) Is it me magic again? This seems like destiny. (laughs) Yes, it does. By mapping the flight paths, cross-referencing with star maps, estimating the angle of inclination of the camera, and then searching for places on Google Earth that are near bodies of water that could contain (laughs) frogs, a few particular fields were identified. What's next? Well, it's time to send out a field agent to honk their car horn near each location. (laughs) If they are close, we'll hear it on the stream. Sure enough, a distinct honking sound could be heard a short time later. This Polak pulled over when he read confirmation in a thread that his honking could be heard on the stream. There, in the distance, a white flag flapping in the breeze. He took a photo of it and posted the evidence. The flag... (laughs) was found <laughs> target sighted. <laughs> so what next? Well, under cover of darkness, a small extraction team did the work. Those watching the stream saw the pole start to move, and then the flag slowly descended. The flagpole was shaking. Some work was going on below, and shortly enough, 90 seconds after the flag disappeared from sight, a new symbol was raised in its place. A black t-shirt with an image of Pepe the Frog, (laughs) along with a red Make America Great Again, (laughs) ascended the flagpole. The Polacks there were silent throughout their whole process. After all, they were trespassing on private property in a small southern town where you could reasonably expect any homeowner to be armed. Yes. However, right at the end of the mission, one of the guys leaned in close and whispered something to the camera before running off. As this clip plays, listen for the sound of frogs croaking in the background. The sound of victory. <laughs> In case you didn't hear, he said, fuck Shia <laughs> All up, season three had lasted only 38 hours and 14 minutes. Oh. <laughs> That's right. A day and a half after a flag was flown in a field at an undisclosed location, it had been found and taken down. No one knows where the original He Will Not Divide Us flag is now, but shortly after it was taken down, a man posted an image of the flag inside his house with a piece of paper laying on top as a timestamp. So that guy's got a pretty good souvenir from the uh, He Will Not Divide Us era. If you were to put that flag up for auction, like proof that it was you who did it, I reckon you'd fetch a pretty penny from the Handsome price. Princely sum. Yeah. Fuck. There was a season four of He Will Not Divide Us in Liverpool, England, that started 12 days later. A new flag was made, a replica of the stolen original, and flown on top of the Foundation for Art and Creative Technology. But it was taken down by the museum after only 25 hours, a new record, due, in their own words, to dangerous illegal (laughs) trespassing. (laughs) That's right. People had been trying to get on the roof, but they were stopped by security guards. One person even created a fake press pass in an attempt to trick a security <laughs> guard into letting him onto the roof. <laughs> uh, fuck. It didn't work, but three other lads managed to scale the outside of the building, and one of them appeared on the live stream, looking directly into the camera while covering his face with a scarf. 
They were unable to take the flag down because they didn't have scissors to cut the zip ties that fastened the flag in place. But still, the police were annoyed and the museum smelled a lawsuit. What if some Polak injures himself while trying to take this flag down? We have to shut it down. Mm. Now, just like The Simpsons, He Will Not Divide Us didn't end there while it was still on top. (laughs) Future seasons were all boring and lame. Plus, they started too late. The next installation wasn't until five months later in August when the stream started again with just a He Will Not Divide Us flag on a wall indoors. That's right, on a blank wall in someone's private home. How pathetic is that? Interestingly enough, though, the flag was actually found and some Polak shined a light through the window to prove it. (laughs) But no one actually bothered to break in or do anything stupid because, after five months and four embarrassing defeats, Shia had become something celebrities fear more than being hated. He had become irrelevant. (laughs) You lost, you lose. Shia was well and truly divided. (laughs) There's an old saying, never wrestle with a pig. You both get dirty but the pig likes it. <laughs> Shia was fighting an invisible enemy, a group of shit posters, each with untapped potential, too much time on their hands, laser-like focus due to their condition, and deep reserves of intelligence and technical know-how. The moral of this story is to never challenge 4chan, and if they challenge you, just cut your losses and give up. You cannot win a shit fight with people who fling shit for fun. <laughs> I'll let Brittany Venti sum this up. You know what? The whole reason this shit is happening is because too many people are just too butt-sensitive. Like, you poke their butt hole and they fucking explode with diarrhea all over you. And the perfect display of that was when Sam High was here. That was the most crazy day. People just get too angry too easily. Meanwhile, we just don't give a fuck. Meanwhile, we just don't give a fuck. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why you can't win. That's, that's right. It. You can't be emotionally invested in something and try to win a fight with somebody who doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the, the harder you fight it, the more they're winning. Like, it's... Because they just feed off your anger and that's frustration right. and it's just it's just good fun. It's like uh, it's like quicksand. The more you struggle, the quicker you get sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to stop fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, see, I think uh, to answer my own question that I posed before, I actually prefer season one just because oh, the really? like the amount of content. Mm. You know, like you can watch these videos of highlights and just see like people's faces as they're getting trolled. Mm. You can see people like screaming into the camera and just like <laughs> just ah, oh, it's there's so much great content there. But I think in terms of you know what people on 4chan can do as a collective when they put their minds together and focus on something and just the absolute power of these people to just fucking find a flag waving yeah just you can only see the flag and the sky and they figured out where the fuck it was in In a day and a half half. it's just absolutely mental so season three was much much more impressive but season one just gave so much it's brilliant amazing hilarious content it's both amazing and terrifying what they what they did it is pretty scary yeah yes no that was definitely weaponized autism and mm-hmm. oh, i'm glad i'm not on, on the like the pointy end of, of that uh that's right that's uh, right you don't yeah you don't fuck with them mm. it's funny when you see like um cop shows or like movies about 
detectives and the FBI and stuff. And they like, they're listening to like some audio of a thing and they're like, oh, that's a train. That's the L train. It must be, and it's a payphone. So it must be this part of the city. And you're like, no one can actually do that. This is so <laughs> ridiculous. And then you see these guys on 4chan who are just that's like, right. a plane just flew across. I bet we can figure out where it is. Like, it's just. That's the thing. They don't have any something- resources or anything. It's literally just what you, what they could find on Google. Mm. And, and they tracked it if, down. It's crazy. If you saw. If you saw something like this in a movie, you'd just be like, that's totally unbelievable. How ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for sure. And it happened. It happened. Like a guy fucking beeping his horn to figure out where the flag is. Like, (laughs) so ridiculous. Shia was just too, he was just so easy to piss off. It was Uh just, he made it way too easy for everybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's He's a a very, um, you know, he's a sensitive artsy type and he was- He was mid-mental. Very emotionally invested- um, he's like the whole thing. he's like a 21st century version of Sean Penn, like just absolutely <laughs> humorless and just thinks he's like amazing and everybody should listen to him. Yeah, and he's just like got all these wonderful insights and stuff like that. Like, no, you're a fucking celebrity. No one gives a shit what you think, and you're not special. You're just you know good at pretending to be someone else. Like, we don't give a fuck about your and opinions. Even, even that and- is not good at. I mean, have you seen him in Transformers? These fucking most iconic line is no, 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 no. Why did you sound vaguely Italian then? Don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the actual clip. People see. It's exactly the same. All right, you're gonna add that in. I think his most iconic role was in Holes. That's a goddamn good movie. Holes was a good movie. Yeah, that's before he got all up his own ass, though. That's what I mean. I think he was like for a good. Year or two there, he was just in like a, a delayed mental breakdown. Like it was just slowly yeah. descending into madness. Yeah. Um, yeah, fucking mental. Yes, but it was good fun. Season three, very. Um, That's right. Good time was had. Very by interesting. Yeah. Season one was very. Um, just so much content though. Like it was, like you can the stuff from season three you can get through every, all of that in you know half an hour or an hour read all about it but season one you could spend a couple of days just watching all the mm. absolutely ridiculous shit that went on there and just seeing all these people get really upset on um on the live stream so um yeah very different you know sometimes you know your favorite band makes an album that sounds totally different to anything <laughs> else they've ever done before but you still love it yeah and then you try to compare it to the original and it's like it's totally different but it's still mm. really good and yeah that's what season one and season three are like really. <laughs> they're, just, and they're both amazing but in different ways and yeah. i think that's something that shy can really be proud of that he brought us <laughs> two amazing pieces of oh, art oh no and he was right he did not divide us yeah. because he brought everyone together. He really against did. Against a common exactly. enemy. Just himself. happened to be him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Shia sacrificed himself for the common good. Uh, what a hero. I don't think we would have made it through Trump's uh, presidency if <laughs> without him not divide us. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going to happen if Trump gets re-elected, but I, I hope it's more like fun chaos like he will not divide us and not like <laughs> end of times chaos like riots and yeah. like what's happening right um, now exactly attacks, yeah. yeah but you know back in the back in the fun old days of crazy stuff happening that was um that was one of the peak peak trump moments is um, he will not us. i want to see the world burn <laughs> well it's going to be interesting either way it's just whether yeah, it'll right. be funny interesting or horrifying interesting mm. anyway brett do you want to do your power rankings Power rankings. All right, this week's uh, power rankings. It's the top two. 
Okay. Oh. What? Yeah. Just, uh... <laughs> this gets worse and worse. Talk to you. Just, uh... Just shut up and fucking listen, all right? Top two trolls that I have personally been involved with that I think are the best. Oh, okay. All, All right. right. Oh, All right. nice. So I just want to... So this is a top two because of lack of material. It's not a top two because well, you got lazy. No, because I feel like they stand out. Like, you know, they, they, okay. I've done little, little bitsy, bitsy little things, but not like, a, like substantial. So these They're are, not worth ranking. Yeah, not worth ranking. So yeah. I guess you could say lack of material, but not for lack of trying. Um, Rolling on in, number two. Yeah, Let's so go. I just want to preface this by saying that I'm not a smart man. I can't do English <laughs> no good. <laughs> Lachlan and Morgan remind me of this on a regular basis. So I <laughs> so guess do our listeners. you'd have to be pretty foolish to be fooled or trolled by me. Oh, okay. So, number two, what I like to call the disappearing man. But I'll... <laughs> I'll be honest here, I never actually intended to troll anyone, but a, 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 a small innocuous mistake on my behalf ended up trolling the ever-living shit out of my dear mother. In my formative years, I was quite the drinker, and as any Australian would know, Easter weekend is a great time to get on it. Mm-hmm. There's a four-day weekend, and fuck all to do during it, So as, as everything's closed, so getting shit-faced is practically all you can do. Uh-huh. Quite some years ago, I'm talking like a decade ago, I decided to spend an entire weekend with my mates getting looser than a tinder girl's morals at 3am. <laughs> I packed a couple of days worth of shit, grabbed a lift, and let my mother know I was off to my four days of debauchery. Now, my mother used to say, are your ears painted on or something? Whenever I missed <laughs> anything she said. Because clearly that day she'd painted on her own fucking ears, and she only registered... <laughs> that I'd be gone for one night. In my haste to get a few long necks down me, I'd forgotten to bring my (laughs) phone charger with me. Ah, well, I thought, (laughs) no big deal. I'll just charge it when I get home. Well, I was wrong. Not ah, well, (laughs) and very big deal. Two days into my bender, when my mother dearest wasn't able to get a hold of me, she did the rational thing and assumed I died. (laughs) Police and hospitals were called... Helicopters and teams of dogs were dispatched. Also, I assume. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the hunt for me was on. Needless to say, that when I walked through the door two days later, hungover beyond belief, I'd pulled off one of the greatest <laughs> unintentional trolls of all time, the disappearing man. And number one, there was that time that I convinced Morgan that my space key was broken on MSN for two <laughs> two hours, then said goodbye. <laughs> Complete with spaces. Lachlan hit it. How's that feel, Morgan, you fucking autistic robot whose spacebar key actually breaks? Nobody's. Fuck you. Oh, get rude. 
Brad wins. Morgan loses. The fucking good guys. One for the good guys. Take the L. All that kind of shit. Fuck you. This is for furries. This is for every fucking mispronounced word ever. Fuck you. There we go. You okay, revel well done, in that minute build up to my fucking justice. Well done. That was good. You produced that yourself, Brad? Uh, actually, no. I do have to do a shout out there or else we'll get sued into oblivion. Um, I took part of a song. Hang on. Oh, shit. I didn't have it written down. All right. While, while, while Brad's looking for that, I'll just say that I, I will pay that troll. And for those who didn't hear yeah. it properly, back in the MSN days, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. I, was, I, I, mentioned I think it. we might have. But back in the MSN days, when you talk to your friends on MSN after school, Brad and I were talking on there for a, a while, and he was just typing out things without spaces. So, like, a full sentence with no spaces. And then I had to, like decode it because you know it's not obvious where a word ends and where the next one starts if you just got like a string of like 60 letters so i mean you can kind of get good at it but it takes a while and it's frustrating to read but you know i was talking to him during it and he's like yeah my space bar is broken that's really annoying sorry about this blah 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 and i was like oh okay no problem there's nothing you can do about it i guess so then we're talking for like half an hour and then at the end of it brad just writes um Anyway, gotta go. And then he wrote, he wrote like, see you later with like spaces in it. And I was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> uh, classic. Um, anyway, the song is These Nuts Trap uh, Remix by <laughs> Denny Bro. Okay. So, okay. Thank you. Well, for, Denny Bro. It says in the description of the video that when people are, using, are allowed to use it, just as long as they uh, put a sh- like, give him a shout out. So, thanks, yep. Denny Bro. Appreciate it. Great song. Right. Um, perfect. I'll put the- that in the description. Good remix. Mm. Perfect for the Good justice stuff. that I was dispatching. Um, <laughs> feel vindicated. Feel good. I think we should end the episode on a high. Uh, uh, well, it's a high for you for once. Yeah. Not I know. We end these episodes <sighs> having just moments late, moments before shit on you. But mm. uh, this time, Brad, you're the one who's done the shitting. And uh, you know what? You know what? Good for you. It's been a long time coming. You deserve a win. <sighs> feel so good. Uh, uh, Next episode, we'll go right back to reminding you how much of a piece of shit you are. But <laughs> this is like a, it's the like the week. office episode when Dwight finally gets back at Jim and just terrorizes <laughs> him with the the snowballs the whole episode. Yeah. And you're like, hey, you know, I don't like Dwight, and Jim's a nice guy, but it is nice to see Dwight win for a change. Yeah, so that's right. So for the next like week, Brad, you're Dwight you, in this you scenario, just, Brad, you ride this. High. <laughs> don't try and cheapen it, okay? <laughs> You ride this high for the next week, Brad. All right, well done. Um, so anyway, to our listeners, you guys can ride this high as well. Uh, let us know in the comments of the episode where you're best trial with. Make sure you throw us a like and a subscribe. Um, but oh, genuinely, thank you for listening. Uh, we do appreciate you listening. Please share these episodes with your friends. And, uh, you know, maybe as a bit of fun, do some of your own trolling this week. You know, jump on. <laughs> Jump on Facebook, your local community page, post something really inflammatory. It's uh, it's good fun. I myself just got a uh, 24-hour banned from my local Facebook page last night because I uh, was disputing some uh, widely held opinions on COVID-19 and people didn't take all too kindly to that, but you know what? I had a good time. Um, 
<laughs> I don't think anyone else did from the way they were talking to me, but, uh, you know. It's pretty funny. It's all... You, and you that's what very, trolling yeah. is. You have a good time that's while right. annoying other people. I had a great time, and other people got really, really upset at me. And in the end, they banned me for 24 hours, which just... That's like the ultimate win. That's, yeah. you know, the, the, the making people angry is stroking my dick and the ban is when I ejaculate and <laughs> if they hadn't have, if they hadn't have banned me I would have been really dissatisfied but I got I got the 24 hour ban so yeah I win uh, <laughs> the back shit posting in no time that's right I'm just I need to actually I think it's about now my ban expires so I'll get on there and post something uh I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I'll post on there that I've got a bit of a cold and I'm going to go down to the supermarket and lick the apples or something like that. Um, <laughs> I think that's like a terroristic threat or something. You'll have like... Anyway, please join us next week. We'll talk about some more stupid shit. We'll have a good time. And uh, thank you again for listening. Bye.